I had the hardest time trying to explain to a colleague what we do. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, so why would people listen? Is it to get tips on their game? I was like, not really. Uh, just to listen to the story? <laughs> Definitely yeah. not with this fucking Yeah, game. I was going to say, it's just oh, to enjoy how shit we are. I think. <laughs> it's tips on how not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should call the podcast How Not to Play Pisces. Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich, and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero, and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. Last time, you entered Mike Pellerin's house, finally, and found that it transformed. You found yourselves in a long corridor of fluorescent lighting, uh, reminiscent of a hospital or medical facility. Heavy doors with viewing slots ran the length of the corridor, and mannequins stood still in mock poses, some in gowns, some in nurses' uniforms, and others in plain clothes. At the end of the hallway, two such mannequins stood beside the basement door in plastic silvery robes and papier-mâché masks. They held pages of a script, one detailing a scene from the operation at the McAllister building, and the other told of Agent Gonzo talking to a Dr Dallin about missing patients, something he does not remember. Going down the stairs, you found the facade of an old bookshop in the basement. Inside, the piles and stacks of books ran deep into the shop, and a strange man who introduced himself as Robert Roberts greeted you. After a bit of brief questioning, you hurried after Pellerin, who had disappeared into the stacks of books. You heard the faint, dampened noises of a stage play being performed and followed the noise to an exterior wall, as if it was coming from next door to the bookshop. But when you got there, there were loud shouts and booms, and suddenly the voices stopped. Hurrying on, you came across several wooden boxes underneath a bench in a clearing, each containing leather trench coats, old-style gas masks and loaded shotguns. You both put the gas masks on... And etched into the eye plates was the symbol from Abigail Wright's apartment. Nero managed to rip the mask off, but Gonzo had a vivid hallucination of levelling the shotgun at his partner and blowing him away. Edward? Could I please have a sanity roll? Yeah, I thought that was coming. <laughs> that is... Oh, ten on the nose. Oh. Well done. Thank you, Dicky. To be fair, is that under or over? Because I don't know how bad you're looking <laughs> Under. Ten under. So what happens after your hallucination, Ed? Uh, I'm going to come to and just like rip it off my head. Right. Did you, did you see did you, did you see that as well? The, the symbol? Uh, was, that, was that you? Go look at you, look at you, but like, yeah, the, the symbol, that's what I saw too. Do you think that, um, Rich, do you think that Nero would have realised that it was Gonzo who let off the, the gunshot? Like, would, would, it, would it have been a simultaneous sort of removal of the mask? The gunshot um, was a hallucination, wasn't it? Or was it actually a real Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't actually yeah. shoot you. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I sort of had in my head that it was. Um, a gun, like he just shot into the air, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. It was just all hallucination. Ah, oh, that symbol. Haunts us. Throw the gas mask down. But let's just, maybe let's not play dress up anymore. I'll take the guns though. These um, pump action ones will be better than this sewn off. Yeah, I'll give you a nod. Not for you, not for you brother. But yeah, no. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> to be honest, we're both fucking terrible with guns. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I will throw this weapon at someone. <laughs> so what direction do we have? Sort of either go back or continue down the the, the hallways. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're in a, you're, so you're standing in a little clearing, um, mm. and there's, the, there's that round bench where the blue boxes were sitting underneath, and then you're just surrounded by books, as usual, stacks and shelves of books, and you can either go back the, back, back where you came or, or forward. Right, shall we press on? We want to go this way, staying, pressing forward. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I'm just going to like, sheepishly follow you. Yeah, so yeah, we continued da- t- down the path. Continue down through the stacks of books and it's as I said it's obviously quite a strange place and you you keep thinking that you're hearing people whispering and talking um, and maybe once or twice you see uh, like a figure amongst the other bookshelves like just turning a corner just out of sight you come to a fork in the path and you can either go left or right are they completely identical there's no uh no evidence of activity in any sort of any. No, no, not particularly. Mm. Which one smells better, eh? Yeah, exactly, Gandalf. Um, <laughs> go on, you choose. I'm gonna look at you, but have you got a coin in you? Fumble around my pocket, find a ten pence piece. Nice. Flip it. Uh, Fifty-one and over, we go right. Fifty and under, we go left. Sounds good. Like roll. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety-six. We go right. Going right. You hang a right, uh, and you take a couple more twists and turns through the bookshelves, and then you turn a corner, and in front of you, leaning against one of the bookcases, um, is a man, and he's a, a squat, sweaty, Caucasian man in his forties. And he's wearing a double-breasted wool suit, uh, a pork pie hat, and two-tone shoes. Um, he stands there uh, with his back his back towards you. He's looking um, down the corridor a little, uh, and you can tell he's like smoking a cigarette slowly. As Nero walks up to them, walks up to him. Sorry, in his mind's eye, he imagines. Putting the shotgun to his head, he's like, "Tell me where Peregrine's Peregrine is, bitch." But he doesn't. Um, he walks up to him and um, try not to alert him, like to shock him. He uh, just shouts from a distance, "Hello, son!" The man turns around, the cigarette in his mouth. He turns around and says, "Well, hey there." <sighs> okay. Actually, when he turns around, oh <laughs> Agent Gonzo. You recognise this man, um, okay. and when he introduces himself, he says, "How y'all doing?" Uh, Emmett Bowlesby. You recognise the man, and you recognise the face, and you recognise the name. Emmett Mosby. Uh, when you were Emmett Mosby, when you were on the when you were on the night floors, the night rooms, you found a series of pictures that had people, photos of people. Holding bottles, and underneath the underneath the pictures had plaques with their names on. Ah, yes. And this man was was in it, and he was holding his bottle. How y'all doing? I'm gonna lean lean over to Nero. Be like, I, I recognise him. I saw his pictures in the, you know, in the place we went last, the night the night so, the night rooms. Perhaps it is all connected. I mean. We're uh, definitely. Hmm. <laughs> uh, looking up to Emmett mostly. Um. Nero's gonna be like, "We're uh, not too bad. We've we've been in better shape. How are you doing, sir?" Oh, I'm just dandy. Thanks. Hello. <sighs> you ever get the feeling that you've been uh, you're working a little too hard? And he takes it. Drag of a cigarette. That, uh, that I do. Wouldn't you agree? Turning to uh, Nero. Ever uh, Gunsley. Yep. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do yes. indeed. Uh, Mr. Mister Mosby, I don't suppose you know know the way to uh, to the ballroom? To the ballroom? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> if not, just to where the, the noise is. I'm just thinking back to the you know the play with the ballroom. 
I'm, I'm trying to like, avoid the play at all maybe? costs, if I'm honest. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're, we're just in it. Uh, if you're looking for the bar room, you'll find it eventually. Uh, find most things uh, eventually if you keep looking. Lira is going to describe Mike Pellerin and ask if he's um, seen a gentleman uh, like looking like that come this way. Um... No, I didn't see no one like that, but I ain't really been looking, I'm afraid. And what is it you're doing in here, Emmett? Me? If I can call you Emmett. Well, I'm a, uh, I'm a little damn tired actually, and I think I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a vacation actually, probably to the continent, over to Europe, and then uh, the court, I think. Sorry, the court? Ah, uh, the court. Uh, which court's that then? <laughs> hey, Winks. I think you know which court, friend. Uh, Takes a final drag of his cigarette <clears throat> and throws it on the floor. He goes, hey, uh, I think I, uh, I used to be like you folks. I, uh, worked intelligent. Sorry, take two. <laughs> I worked intelligence. <laughs> Back in the war, and it'll, it'll give you another wink. He'll say, um, "Hey, look, uh, maybe from one uh, one agent to another, maybe this will help." And he um, puts his hand inside his jacket pocket and pulls out a little glass vial, and he, he chucks it over to you. Let's both let's both roll dexterity times five. <laughs> um, oh, would you like on. a minus twenty on that? No, you catch it in one hand. It's a small glass vial. Okay. Oh. 79 under. So, sorry, 79 under. What's your dexterity? Uh, yeah. yeah time Times five. five. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. Six under. Yeah. Uh, Agent Gonzo definitely catches it out of the air. <laughs> um, and it's a glass vial and it has two um, small beetles in it. Sorry, four. Four small beetles in it, uh, and they're gold. They're gold-coloured beetles. You've never seen anything quite like it before. Uh, but could I roll a hue mint on him saying, like, being intelligence in the war? Yeah. Nine under. Yeah. Nine, nice. What are you trying to? What are you trying to but, discover? Um, I guess obviously I won't be able to know if he's hundred percent, hundred percent telling the truth, but more if he gives off. Uh, if his like wink was a wink, it's filled with meaning. Yeah, like intelligence. Wink, wink. <laughs> like yeah. you know, think of what you know of yeah certain uh, government organizations that you might know, especially American ones. Yeah, yeah. But during the war, what war? Oh, but I might just say to him like, oh, excuse me, Mister Mister Mosby. Uh, which war were you in? Serving oh, intelligence. Big one, my friend. Uh, the the Great War. Oh no no, I'm not that old, am I? Oh WW2. Okay. Well, what? Do you mind if I have a? Oh, you've just finished off a cigarette, haven't you? Have you got another mm. one, sir? Uh, fresh out, I'm afraid. And you know what? He looks. Um, he gets a little uh, pocket watch out of his pocket. He says, "I've really. Uh, I've got to be off. I've got a steamer to catch. I go across the pond." Well, enjoy your vacation. I'll see you fellas down the. See you fellas down the road. I'm sure. Hi. Give him a friendly nod. <laughs> he gives nod. you a wave, and off he trots down the corridor a piece, and then turns a corner and he's gone. I'm just gonna turn to Nero, but so. You know, the night rooms last time, everything to do with that was like the 40s. You think time just works strange here? Well, we saw that that MR5 agent get eaten up by the by the Grand, and he was from the future, wouldn't he? Or at least his name was on a ticket. Yeah, I think you're right. Time just doesn't doesn't flow properly, or or, or maybe. It, Time isn't relative here. Gonna 
point to your script. Like, yeah. I remember that guy too well. Mm. The Cough. Let's keep going. These beetles. Um mm-hmm. Is there anything I could roll? Uh I'm just looking at well, at my skills. That would assist me in understanding what they are. Uh hold on two seconds, have a look. Um They're alive, yeah, they're actual living beetles, they're not No, they're not. They're okay. not dead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not alive. They're, you can tell that they're like real, but they're they're in the glass okay. vial and they're dead. Archaeology. Um, mm, sorry, no. Um, roll your unnatural. Unnatural. Ooh. Roll it. At, roll it at plus twenty. Oh, thirty-eight over. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you're, you're not sure. Um, the, the, you're you're positive though that there's nothing like this in. Nature. Yeah, of all the Attenborough programs I've seen, I don't recognise that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've never seen her. No, no. Keep all of them. Can't let them. Uh, we've got to hand them back into the, the section. I just got like roll my eyes as I nod. Like, all right, then we press on. Okay. A few more twists and turns through the bookshelves and then you come across you you come to another exterior wall which a a gap in the books um, shows there's a small red wooden door sized for Corbett's got to be like a small child Um, and it has a large post box set into it it's about Half a metre tall, and maybe a third of a metre wide. It's tiny. Just a little door. Tiny door. Uh, can, I, can I have a look around, see if there's anything... Any other homely paraphernalia around? Uh, windows that we could look into a bit further down the wall? Uh, no, no, it's it's literally, there's there's books all around it. Okay. Um, this is just, yeah, it's just a, a gap in the books. Gonzo's just gonna sigh looking be like oh, get the coin out <laughs> <laughs> moving a lot of things up to chance nowadays oh yeah right 51 and over we knock and open it uh, oh I was thinking heads me tails you but yeah oh. I'm fine with that that's, that's a way better idea <laughs> right yeah that, that's also what I meant 61 well we're gonna open it you can roll the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. Wait, which is which? Yeah. You can't roll and then decide, Ed. Uh, I'm going to say under, me, over you. Okay. Alright. It is 93. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let out a little sigh. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> alright, alright. So, I'll do it. I'll do it. It'll be ruled just a barge in, so we. Um, Crouches down his back's a little bit sore and he goes <laughs> oh. little knock. You give it a knock. Mm-hmm. Cool, there is no answer to the knock. He looks up at Gonzo, shrugs his shoulders, tries the door. You try the door and it opens. And opening it reveals um, immediately after the door opens there's a set of wrought iron bars and they're thick as as fingers. And they're embedded in a like a cinder block wall that surrounds the door frame. Um, and there's just there's a dark space beyond. And the room smells very stale. So as soon as you open the door, there's just a set of bars in front of your face. Would you say it's like a some sort of prison or a jail or something? Just trying to keep something in. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. It doesn't look like a jail. No, okay. it just looks like bars. Yeah. You know. um, from my backpack, I'm gonna grab a torch and shine uh-huh. a light in. Cool. Shine a light in. It looks like the interior of a of a of a closet. Um, it's red inside, and there's a full size door on the far side of the, of the room. Um, and there's like maybe one or two piles of clothing as well. But it's um it's it's quite a small space. 
and there's no way to get in? Nope. Right, there's no way to get in, but if I'm honest, I don't really want to get in. It stands up and closes the door. <laughs> and like, walks away. Happily does that. <laughs> Maybe something will come of that in the future, who knows? Oh, I think it will. <laughs> I was looking at him like, oh, okay. I was I was kind of expecting you know something horrific and sand roll inducing. Yeah. Sometimes things just are things, you know. Sometimes things, things are, are just, just tiny doors. Things are just tiny doors and a, and a closet on the yeah. other side with bars. Man. Need to take that mantra to the rest of my life. <laughs> I guess uh, let's keep plodding on. Uh, Not on. Yeah, do we hear any more noises at all? Just the same kind of thing you've been hearing. Yeah. Hushed whispers, maybe. Footsteps. Um, you carry on for a little bit, um, but then you get a, a really odd smell um, pervades the bookshop. Oh, fucking hell, Gonzo. <laughs> I know you're nervous, but... <laughs> And it's a really pungent smell, and it smells like um, like animal urine. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's, re- it's really bad. It makes your eyes water a little bit. And you, you turn the corner, and there's, there's, a, there's another clearing. But in this area, loads of the shelving has, has collapsed. Um, and there's books and magazines that have been torn and scratched up and piled in a large nest on the floor. Around it are piles of refuse. There's, like... Scraps of water ruined books, uh, shards of broken glass, and there's small nails and screws all all on the floor. Mm. The smell is really, really bad here. And standing in front of the nest with his back towards you is Mike Pellerin. You say nest? Sorry. It looks like a nest of like uh, paper. Okay. So you imagine a nice. like a nest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Looks like a large a nest. nest. And paper? What is that thing? No. <laughs> uh, standing before the nest with his back turned towards you is Mike Pellerin. He doesn't hear you approach, and you can see that he holds a knife. Oh my god, there he is. You see him? Uh, yeah. Go on. You're, you're aim a bit steady, the man. Get him. Wait, you just. You just just want to do him now without without saying anything. Wow. I want to go. I'm just gonna think back to the hallucination where I just did you in. I'm like, oh. Then I'll uh, rummage around, take out my shotgun. <laughs> rummage and, around. Uh, I imagined you were carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me get rummage my shotgun my hands. Out, of, out of my bag. Yeah. Look, Matt, could you just stay there while we get the shotgun, please? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, okay, so my knowledge of guns is pretty poor. Would I assume, would I know that this is loaded? Would I? Yeah, you checked. You, you checked um, when you found them in the boxes and all of them were loaded. Okay, can I please make a stealth? And I'm going to try and get within around 10 foot of him. Okay. Why? I feel like with a shotgun, if I just start blasting, I'm just more like I mean, you're not it. you're not that far away from him now. About 10 foot? Yeah, more like 20. Okay. I'm going to get try and get a little bit closer. Okay. Oh, uh, oh no, my stealth is terrible. Why Maybe I should... you know your stealth is terrible. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to absolutely slave shoulder this. I'm going to crouch my dad like, do you think I, I'm not good with guns? Do you think I get hit him from here? <laughs> I'm going to say since if you'll get a you'll get a plus to your to your role if you because he's not noticed you yet. If you're just going to start blasting, if you get on one knee, you know, and really take your time, you know, you'll get yeah. a plus to your role. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to do that then. I'm just going to like old school musket guy, just <laughs> pop a knee. <laughs> take aim and uh, basically not quite close my eyes but just like yeah don't close your eyes yeah (laughs) close my eyes close your eyes and hope for the best (laughs) and uh, yeah I'm just going to aim for dead in the back like not trying to be fancy just square into his back yeah okay 
Okay, roll roll your firearms um, at plus 20. Oof. Uh, right. Oh, 44 under. No, no, still over with a plus 20. 44 over. <laughs> 44 is a critical critical fail. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was a critical success for a second. I was like, yes. Okay. The gun goes off. Yeah. Bang. I'm going to say, even though you braced and you were on one knee and you're all ready for uh, it, the, the the recoil like throws the shotgun out of your hand uh, and it goes flying off behind you. Nearly hits nearly hits Nero, dodges out of the way. Uh, the shotgun goes flying off behind you um, and Mike Pellerin turns around and you can see his eyes are like completely wide and wild and he's breathing really heavily and he's got the knife and he's like, who are you? Who are you? Um, uh, so with you, with Gonzo throwing the floor, Nero's gonna um, try, essentially try and do the same thing. He's gonna like drop, drop down or like dodge, oh. dodge the, the shotgun that's been thrown towards him. Uh, raise his shotgun up and say, um, uh, we're your saviour, son, and try and shoot him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look at you with the witty one. <laughs> <laughs> it's only taken like 70 episodes. So what's your... <laughs> so what's your, um, what's your firearms? My base firearms is 20, yes. <clears throat> um, well, you'll be shooting with both hands, won't you, so... <laughs> yeah. We'll say we'll just keep it at we'll just keep it at we'll keep it at twenty. I mean, I feel bad because these skills are really low. But hey, we made the characters. Yeah, yeah, we are talkers, not fighters. <laughs> to be honest, there's uh, not a lot of fighting going on yet, is there? Uh, so. Are we talkers? <laughs> we, are. <laughs> we just kind of bumble Ooh. our way through it. <laughs> yeah. and things yeah. seem to work. We're out. bumblers, not fighters. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So leave it at twenty. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Sixty-two over. 62 over. Oh. Okay, you fire uh, and it goes wild. Um, and Pellerin, like, just dashes towards you with his knife out. Um, oh, fuck. It's combat, baby. Right, let's have a look. Oh, this can't be how it ends. We need to make it through this. Um, then it's Gonzo's go first. I'd say you're. I'm prone. Yes. Aren't I? Yeah. I, I guess my. First action would be to get to my feet. Uh, remember, Delta Green combat is different to any other combat you played before. You get one action, so you can I do a few meters of uh, a few meters of, of movement in your action to step up to someone. But he's still about fifteen feet away, so you, you you'd be able to move up to him, but you won't be able to attack. You'll be able uh, to shoot. See, uh, oh no, you don't have your gun. <laughs> no, I don't have a gun. I just need to get on my feet, I guess, because otherwise he's gonna have. Well, I've, Actual advantage of kicking someone who's down. Yeah, so well, he's not going to be able to reach you either, and and strike. Do you know what I mean? Oof. So, I don't, yeah, got no weapons. I think I just got to stand up. And use that as my go. Aren't your fists your weapons? You're a judo man, aren't you? With me? Oh yeah, taekwondo. Yeah, uh, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to reach you if he's that far away. No, I no. Be able to stand you, up uh, essentially, you won't be able to yeah. do much this round, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Stand up and get me in a braced position ready for when he hits me okay um, Nero it's your go so uh, gun's gone off completely missed him um, mm -hmm. uh, core of my IC uh, Nero just about standing up I'm going to continue to aim um, because right now it's the only sort of thing I can do I take another shot 52 over <laughs> 52 over you miss again F miss again cool uh, Mike Pellinger is going to run towards you. Uh, he's going to run towards Gonzo. That'll be his. Um... Actually, you're both you're both right next to each other, aren't you? He's just going to run up to you. Yeah. Um, that'll be his go. So how far away is he from us right now? In our face. Um, like yeah, like a meter or so. Yeah. 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 Can you both roll alertness for me? Ooh. Oh, 23 under. Nice. Gonzo? Uh, 30 over. Okay, yeah. Oh, so close. Uh, Agent Nero, you get a... <laughs> apart from 
the, the immediate danger that you're in with Mike Pellerin, you get a sense of something, another looming danger. A strange smell pervades the air, even more so than the animal you're in. Oh, I don't like it. Footsteps, like it. maybe. Heavy footsteps. Oh, we should have been friends with Mike. Gonzo, it's your game. Um, okay. And is he close enough for me to strike, would you say? Yes. Nice. In that case, my fists are my real weapon. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to... I'm going to move in... Well, the, the slight amount of attack. Yep. Uh, melee, please. Yep. 94 over. <laughs> <Fuck yeah. laughs> the uh, force of the shotgun like flying out of your hands has left you kind of shook. Uh, shooken. Shook. And your arms aren't back to, uh, to fighting form yet. Nero? Oh. Uh, right, I've got two options really. If I continue to aim, it's 20. Um, if I use the weapon, use the shotgun as a melee weapon, it's. I'd say that as a 1d6. It'd be like a club. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it, but it's two handed for sure. Yeah. Um, however, I could I uh, unarm strike the um, mic with just my right fist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. as a free action, can I drop the shotgun? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I drop it at my feet uh, and just take a swing with my right arm. Cool, go for it. 46 under. 46 under? Yes. Nice. Uh, so 1d4. What's your strength, actually? Uh, 10. Okay, yeah, 1d4. 2. Nice. To you slug him in the chin. Him. Yeah, you slug him in the chin. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> it's Mike Pellerin's guy. He's going oh, to... Oh, he's got a shiv as well, isn't he? He's Fuck. got a shiv. He is going to... First, he'll, he'll, he'll slash wildly with his with the knife. Um, and hit with a three. Um, I'm going to roll a d6 to see who he hits. One to three, it's Gonzo. Four to six, it's Nero. And it's a two. Is your Gonzo? Oh, I'm such an unhealthy man. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, it's just one point of damage. I'll put my arm up to block, and I guess I'll take. Yeah, it you get a little, you get a little slash on the forearm. Uh, it's back to your go, Gonzo. Better not have tetanus. Um, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's the least of your worries. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna keep, have to keep trying to wail it. So I'm gonna try and swing back with a actually I'm gonna go for a swift kick to the chops um, okay. 77 over oh god these dice are rigged um so <laughs> I'm gonna say you, you swing for him um, and your feet are completely off balance you swing and you like <laughs> you miss completely. You know when you swing like swing around three hundred and sixty degrees and then you fall on the floor. Um, oh god! <laughs> so you are prone. Um, you would have to take an action to stand up. So that'd be your next round. Engineering. Uh, looking down to see Gondo swing and miss and fall on his ass. He will continue to um, uh, punch as well. I'm just looking at yeah. cool shot though. Ooh. Um, Ballsy. Does that apply to unarmed strikes as well? Um, Essentially, I don't. I'm trying to get him in like the windpipe or something. Okay, what to like oh, to like stun sweet. him or something? Yeah. But but all of these are actions, so you'll have to take it this round. Yep. And then roll next round. Okay, for it fair enough. Um, see what I mean? I'm with you. Um, in which case, I will just attack him because we don't have that luxury with my co-agent on the floor. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna <laughs> swing at him. Cool. Fifty-three under. Nice. Nice. And then Any damage. Four. Four. Mm. Oof! Fuck it, that was nice. Uh, yeah, I just imagine you just were just punching him repeatedly in the face. Just. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! You bastard! <laughs> it's like my days at Ellen Road. <laughs> Yeah, it's Pellerin's go. He's, he's he's like screaming the entire time and he's shouting like, "You won't let the bugs in! You won't let the bugs in!" 
He swings wildly with his knife, uh, and he misses with a 90. Oh, thank you. Top of the round. Can I have another alertness roll, please? Oh, I don't like it. 20. Oh, thank God. 28 over. 14 under. 14 under. Agent Gonzo, now you realise you hear something in the melee, a rustling. Maybe one of the bookshelves shakes. A low growl. Sure go. Oh, God. Um, could I... Oof. Okay. How's this mechanically going to work? If, if I use my action to basically shout to Nero, like, be alert, something's coming. <laughs> be alert. <laughs> yeah. More uh, alert than you are. I'm going to say, uh, then... speak, speaking speaking something like that very quickly is, is a free action. You know, you can't nice. say, you can't you know, ask him how his week's been. But uh, <laughs> it's bad, I imagine the answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you could, yeah, a quick, a quick phrase. Yeah, it's fine. And you can stand up. Nice. I'll allow that. It's fine. I'll, uh, I'll scream. Watch your back as I get to my feet. Cool. Nero. Um, going through his head, he's thinking. Okay, I'm doing a swing, <laughs> and while I swing, I say, "What bugs?" <laughs> <laughs> 71 over 21 over um, you miss for the first time you whiff the thought of bugs. maybe you do that thing where you where you hit but it just like grazes the side of his head yeah his pelerins go he's like he's got like uh, spittle and foam coming out the side of his mouth now um, and he's like breathing really heavily <laughs> he misses again with a 63 Yes. Gonzo. Rolling trash, son. Come on. Um, yeah, now back to my feet. I'm going to try and redeem myself with a very sensible and well-placed punch to the face. <laughs> sensible, well-placed punch. 94. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me. You're fighting next to someone with a, like, no arm. Are you still... Yeah, change your <laughs> dice, my friend. I, I generally write. Yeah, uh, sure. Oh, yeah, the next roll's been 37. Fantastic. I'll see if they're rigged. Right. Right. All right, continuing. 70 on the nose, over. 70 on the nose, over. Tell her in. I, you won't let the bugs in. Oh, and a 29. Ooh. Here comes the D6. What did I say? 1, 2, 3, Ed, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and it's Jordan this time. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's three points of damage. He stabs you in the other arm. <laughs> minus 10. <laughs> yeah, minus 10. As, uh, yeah, he, he, he brings the knife down and it, like, slashes slashes across his shoulder or something, or does it, does a, it's a, you know, a bit of a deep gash. It's, a, it's, it's three damage. You both, you actually, only Nero will see on the bookshelves behind, behind you where the nest is, the, sh- the bookshelves behind that a creature leaps on top of one of them and it's like quadrupedal so it's in the, uh, on four legs it's in the form of a really large cat and it's composed of dripping wet paper and it's like an ever shifting like paper mache beast right and its face is a maw of broken glass and rusty nails and razor blades that are sunk into the ruined husks of old leather bound books and it, yeah, it silently jumps on top of the bookcases and then leaps towards you. Leaps towards us? Yep. Collective or us, us two? No, no, no. Let me just make sure I'm rolling this right. Bear with me. <laughs> That'd be good if I had his uh, stats up, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, so I, like can, I can tell you then. They're um, one, one, one on everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard. <laughs> Massive disadvantages in everything. Minus 100% oh, okay. everything, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> um, it leaps onto Pellerin, it leaps onto his back, brings its jaw down on the back of his neck, and you all, like, fall down in this in this melee, like, uh, as, the, as, the, as the thing lands on top of him. It, it, it brings you two down onto the floor as well. Mike Pellerin takes... <laughs> what's this, 2d8 plus 2 damage? It's <laughs> a 6. Two, that's an eight. Um, 
Mike Pellerin's neck collapses um, as it's torn Ooh. away by by this creature. Um, blood squirts everywhere. And let me remind you uh, to, to roll some sanity in a minute. Um, as this as this horrible creature like tears and brings its jaw up and tears off Mike Pellerin's neck. Fucking hell! What would you like to do? Flee, <laughs> flee so fast. <laughs> Would you like to run away? I think we should try to. <laughs> we should 100% try to run away. We've achieved our objective. <laughs> <laughs> we you, have. I mean, technically we outsourced it to this monster, but I'm yeah, okay true. with that. <laughs> you leave him five pounds as you, as you get up. <laughs> yeah. For your trouble. <laughs> you get up um, and tear ass back the way you came. You don't hear any chase. Hopefully the creature is um, content with its meal with Mike Pellerin. But he definitely is dead. Um, and as you run back through the bookshop, um, can I have uh, sanity rolls from you both, please? Run- San- is... Sanity and violence, I guess, really. So um, we'll roll it into one and I'll, I'll see what you get. Oh, now I'm rolling. 18 under. Nice. 65 over. Okie dokie. You're running through the bookshop, just probably running in a blind panic, like taking lefts and rights, just whatever, just to get away from this beast. And you turn one corner, and you nearly run straight into Robert Roberts. Oh, hello, my friends. Robert, Robert, do you know where the, the stairs are? Out of the shop, the ones going up. The stairs? At the entrance to the shop? Uh, uh. Yes, um, it is uh, right here. And he just like points behind him, <laughs> and you're just like at the at the entrance to the bookshop. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Robert. Is By everything okay, my friends? You are covered in blood. <laughs> There's you might have a bit of an infestation issue in one of your aisles. <gasps> oh no, me no, really? Uh, yeah, a, a paper cat monster thing. Anyway, uh, we better. Um, go. Oh my word. I do apologise, uh, my friends. Um, hopefully uh, next time you come I will clean up. Um, it'll be much uh, nicer here, yes? Yes, yeah. yeah. Next time, see you later. Let's go, let's go. Alright, lovely to meet you, my friends. Um, uh, hopefully I see you again soon in the bookshop, yes? Yeah, as we're like running away. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the door shuts. <laughs> Two dust cloud human beings stood in the As they're walking up the stairs, I'm like, did you pay for that book? <laughs> <laughs> you burst out the bookshop into the basement and you fly up the stairs and out of the basement stairs, you're back into Mike Pellerin's fishy smelling house. Uh, and we're in rea- reality. We're not in... Yeah, yep. yeah, you're back into his house, yeah. Um, straight over to the sink and just start washing my face. Cool. And just processing. Yeah. Uh, the, the the weight of everything hits you. Oh, After no. you left the bookshop, um, the strange things that you saw, uh, the violence that you saw against Mike Pellerin, the strange paper mache creature, um, you both lose actually six points of sanity. Could I project? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Like a banner comes down, <laughs> like confetti comes out. <laughs> the first time someone's projected onto a bond. What prize do I win? <laughs> yes, you can project onto a bond, my friend. Roll a d4. Roll a d4. Three. Three. Lovely. You lose three points from any bond. Yep. You choose. Uh, you take three points less sanity damage. Uh, you also take three willpower damage. Something I, I'm really bad with. Uh, I, I'll put my hands up and say this in front of the listener as well. Uh, is tracking and doing <laughs> willpower damage because I think you're supposed to lose a lot of it with sanity and stuff, and it, it, it makes going throughout the day harder and harder. Anyway, yeah, you also I'm lose strong willpower, willpower damage. Yeah, all done. Yeah, so, cool. I'm also 
Gary's uh, Another banner comes down. Oh, no. <laughs> it, a lesser banner. It's <laughs> single balloon this time. It's, it, it's not like Rich shamed us in another friendship group that we'd never do this. <laughs> I know. It's not like we've both completely forgot until this Shamed, room. yeah. A gentle reminder more than a shaming. <laughs> and now it doesn't really have any impact. I'm rolling rocks and I rolled a four. Oh, wow. Yeah. That has a huge impact. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in your sanity Gary. and on your bond. Uh, Nero, what, what bond did you choose? My football team. Football team. Cool. Um, and I suppose that's... There's supposed to be like a you know a narrative way about it, so maybe it's um, you've just not been. Yeah, yeah. just not been for so long that the, the relationship <laughs> is kind of breaking down. They're like, we haven't got another goalie. I just love the idea of you leaving the basement of like, fucking football team. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe it should happen in the in the home scenes, but you know, yeah. something to think about. It's all later. their fault. Something to think about. Gonzo, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm throwing that straight to Gary. He's got the highest score. Poor old Gary. I'm just gonna leave and be like, fucking Gary. It's called Gary's fault. He knows why. He knows what he's done. Well, no, just keep this in mind, and um, we'll do, uh, maybe mention it in the home scenes. Uh Gary has a cat. Which will, will remind me way too much of this. <laughs> when you see him again. <laughs> yeah. Nero's desperately washing his face in the sink. What are you doing, Gonzo? I, you know what? I'm just gonna uh, just ha head in hands, just sort of. You know when you do that, like sort of like lean over, sort of crouch thing. I'm just gonna put my head in my hands and just like stare at the floor for a minute. After, have I seen anyone? I mean, we did murder someone, but I haven't seen a. A creature ripped someone to pieces before, so I'm gonna say I'm pretty shook. Yes, yeah, you probably very far. <laughs> and if we were to look at the clock again, is it seconds have passed since us entering? Yeah, yeah. We um, we better call Violet and and tell her we're done. Because tell you one son, one thing, okay. son, I want to go. On. I want to see my kid. Yeah, I I'm done. I'm so done with this. But however non-character I feel like we should have died <laughs> I, I'm very happy we did it but I, I yeah I I feel like we robbed Rich by living <laughs> yeah anyway sorry back to it. you haven't robbed yeah. me friend uh -oh. it just means you can introduce more sanity inducing perils <laughs> the cat monster uh, anyway yeah I'll, uh, let's just leave let's just uh, straight out the back door let's just let's go yeah you go out of the back door, around to the front. As you pass the side of the house and get into the front garden, <clears throat> you see this, this silhouette standing in the front garden. Oh, fuck off. Oh, I, maybe I said that, all that too soon. And you see, it's Daniel Lissette, Agent Ricardo. Oh. Mm. Is it done? Ricardo? Yeah. Speak. Is it done? Yeah. Uh, he's... He's not alive, no. Why are you here? We uh, wanted to see the job through. Make sure it's done and over. He's gone, he won't be coming back. I mean, by the look of you, it looks so. Who, who's we? Roberta's here as well. Yeah, we um, we didn't do the job ourselves, but we witnessed it happen. As, as I'm sure. What do you mean? You've been, you've been in there for two minutes. Who else did it? What are you talking about? Have you not been in there yourself? No. Take a walk with us. Uh, walks up to him and um, just starts to explain or like ask him the question. You know, have you been in, you know, gone through a room, a doorway and gone onto a, another world or another timeline? Well, you, you start to say this. You actually have the most pressing need in the world to show him the yellow sign the strange symbol oh no <laughs> and you find yourself like searching in your pocket for a uh, for a notepad and pen but right have you seen have you have you seen this and you scribble the the symbol out mm. no well through that door there's another world with all sorts of Madness and mayhem, and some beast. We don't know what it was, do we, Gonzo? But some crazed, bookish beast 
must have snapped his neck. We witnessed it and we just fled, didn't we? It was huge. It was, there's no way he could survive that. Uh, he looks at you like you've got two heads. And he says, I think you two need a break. He goes, if you, tell, if, you said that, if you say that he's dead, then, then I believe you. But we wanted to see it through. We wanted to make sure that, uh, that he was gone. And that ties up all the loose ends, doesn't it? So, well, from one agent to the other, I wish you the best. But uh, you come knocking around my work again, and there'll be trouble. We understand each other? Aye, we understand. You forget my name and you forget my face. And me and Roberta won't have to come and pay you a visit. To be fair, we didn't know what Roberta looked like until she came here, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Kind of dragged her into this one, didn't you? <laughs> he nods and uh, goes through the gate and goes down the street. Boom! And we'll fade to black. Ooh. 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 That, that and you the will, symbol um, persists. Mm, yes. And you will, um, Violet will live up to her promise. And you will get a break. In fact, you don't hear anything from the section for 19 years. What? What? 19 years? Until 2009. How, how Sorry, how, what year? 2015. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. The year that the guy was from. My character's gonna be 65. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. <laughs>